Hey everyone, just before we get into the podcast, the second part of Take or Trade, just want to let you know that we redrew the prize winner for the My Touchdown Box gift box. So if, you, if you're if you here for just for that, skip over to towards the last couple of minutes of the, the episode and you will be able to find out who the new winner is. Whoever you are, you have one week until uh, next Wednesday to claim the prize or we'll redraw again. Enjoy the show. You're listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Welcome in everyone, this is the Full 10 Yards Podcast, this is part two of Take or Trade uh, and later on in the show we will also have some betting um, with with a, an old an old friend of the show who hasn't been on for, for a little while but join us as they were in the previous episode yesterday, go and check it out if you haven't, uh, we have Rob and Leah as usual and Kieran uh, is, is still with us to go through pick 17 to 32 and like I said on the podcast uh, of course it's not the Cleveland Browns, it's the New York Giants. Uh, and Rob, we'll we'll just get straight into it, just because um, we need to we need to do this. We need to get it. We need to get it on. We need to get our our draft juices flowing. So, uh, who are the Giants taking with their second pick in the first round? Yeah, the, as we discussed yesterday, um, it, it's all dependent on what the Giants do uh, with that. Uh, I think it's sixth pick of the, is it they've got in the first round, uh, the first um, beginning there. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I have them down at this pick to address the, the edge position. Um, I wonder if a Clannon Ferrell is going gonna, is gonna to drop down uh, that far. If not, are they going to, you know, take a, a punt on Montez Sweat, who has dropped down in the in the rankings, as it were, for his heart condition. But uh, I think he's going to be quite a steal, actually, in the mid, mid first. So that could be a potential there. Um, if not, if, if Dwayne Haskins is still available at 17, is this where they take their quarterback? There's a lot of question marks for the, for the New York Giants. Um, but yeah, they've, obviously they've got this this pick from, from the Cleveland Browns, which just as a side note, was a very good bit of business from the Browns because I did some research on the Browns and seeing as their main... Uh, sort of primary needs were cornerback and safety. I think they realised that it's probably not really the position to take one of those uh, positions. It's probably a reach for for Byron Murphy, Greedy Williams. So uh, you know, obviously they've got OG, uh, OBJ out of that out of the you know with this uh, pick uh, being part of that trade. So they've done very well. And yeah, the, the, the Giants for me, if Haskins is still there, I think they take Haskins here. If not, I think they they address the the edge position. Mm. Yeah, lovely stuff. Interesting. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Pick eighteen. Then Lee, staying staying with you. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I think for the Vikings, they're staying in this pick. I think, um, and I think for them, it's a line no matter what. I think they'll take the best available offensive lineman, whether that be an inside guy or a tackle. Uh, they took Brian O'Neill last year, who performed better than expected. Uh, but apart from that, I think everyone's on. You know, job is under threat. They. You know, got Pat Elfline in the centre. He can play guard as well, so it doesn't rule out taking another centre and moving them and interchanging. You know, someone like Garrett Bradbury uh, or Eric McCoy, who can play both positions and just seeing what's the better fit. Uh, I definitely think Minnesota will double down at some point, um, taking you know an interior guy or a tackle and then switching it around for later on down the line because that offensive line is not good. And obviously, they invested quite a lot of money in Kirk Cousins and want him to be on his feet rather than his back. Yeah, absolutely. So pick 18, you've got loads of guys there. You know, Cody Ford could still be there. Chris Lindstrom's another name. Garrett Bradbury, uh, Jonah Williams. Yeah, I don't think he'll fall that far, but who knows? Uh, lots of players available there for the O-line, which is perfect. Music to the ears of the, of the Viking. And Dalvin Cook as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> moving on to uh, pick 19, Tennessee Titans. Kieran, what you got for us? 
I have got the Titans taking Jerry Tillery. He's a great DT, works well in that 3-4 system. A lot of my picks are not very flashy, and there's not much to talk about, but these teams need these positions. Mm. I think you slot Jerry Tillery in there. He's an instant starter. He's going to make an impact. I mean, it, you, you've seen him play college football this year. He's been absolutely brilliant. He's got great hands. His feet are amazing. You see him transition with his hips to get around linemen. He's very much like Nick Bosa. He just has a lot more physical attributes, has in the wingspan and everything. I think he just falls this far because he does lack certain aspects and he has had injuries. But like I said, it's not a flashy pick, but I've got the Titans taking Jerry Tillery. Yeah, interesting. I've seen quite a lot of people um, maybe doing Noah Fant here or TJ Hawkins, and if he falls, I don't think could potentially fall this far in, in maybe in some mocks, but it'll uh, be interesting to see. Uh, again, t- Tennessee Titans will have um, no shortage of people that they need to, to plug some holes. Uh, moving to pick 20, uh, who we got here? Pittsburgh Steelers, myself. Um, I just think they're going to go corner here uh, just because, I, again, they'd love a linebacker, maybe Devin, uh, Devin Bush or Devin White if they fall, but I don't think that either of those uh, are going to get that far. So if you don't get any of those two two linebackers, you can probably wait a couple of rounds uh, to, to pick up another another um, linebacker. But yeah, Greedy Williams, LSU, or Byron Murphy, Washington, um, or DeAndre Baker, maybe from Georgia. Uh, likely, likely candidates here. Yeah, I, I think they'll probably go for the the playmaking ability of Greedy Williams, and they don't tend to like to tackle on in Pittsburgh anymore either. So um, he'll probably fit right in quite nicely there in Pittsburgh. I don't think really think they'll they'll go potentially. I've, I saw someone try and mock a, a tight end uh, to to the Steelers, but Vance McDonald, I think you know he's young. I know they've got rid of Jesse James, and yeah, you know, in terms of he, Jesse James is a good blocker. Vance McDonald maybe not so much. So be interesting, but I don't I don't think um, they'll go no offense. Uh, and I don't think TJ Hawkinson will get this far. So uh, I don't think they're going anything on offense. Uh, and I think cornerback is probably the bigger need on, on defense there for the Steelers. Um, Having all these good tight ends going early has given me super bad anxiety. <laughs> now Gronk's gone. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, yeah, this is it. I've actually seen that. Uh, uh, we haven't got to pick though two yet, so maybe we can uh, discuss that in a bit if the uh, if the Patriots take it. But uh, for now, uh, we'll move on to pick 21, uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, obviously, uh, last podcast, Kansas City obviously gave up their, their pick in the first round, which we'll get to in, for Frank Clark. Uh, but this is now the first of two picks uh, for the Seattle Seahawks, Lee, uh, in the first round. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, if this wasn't the first pick, or if well, if it was their only pick, should I say, uh, Seattle would have been a big, big trade back uh, potential target uh, f- for a lot of reasons. You know, they've not got many picks, and only got four picks, and they've got a big history of trading back as well. John Schneider loves to accrue picks and just get more dart throws. Um, I think they could still do that at twenty nine and and carry on that trend that they've got. Obviously now Frank Clark's gone. They don't really have a number one edge rusher. They've signed a couple of depth pieces. Um, if you don't know who they are, go and read my Seattle article that released today. Well, hey, and on the full ten yards. <laughs> um, nice little selfless plug. Uh, but yeah, no, they've got a, they've got a, they've got to replace Frank Clark now, obviously, and, and get a good edge rusher. And it should be a pretty sweet spot. You know, they could get Sean Gary, who you know, contradicts myself, isn't a great edge rusher, but never mind. They might think so. You know, they could get Colin Farrell. Um, who's slipping down here or they could like I say take someone a little bit wild which is what Seattle tend to do yeah. they're really difficult to, they're really difficult to sort of pin down because they just do things a little bit differently the other the other aspect that they could do yeah, the other aspects of the team they could strengthen his safety as well mm-hmm. uh, you know, we could look at Nasir Adley who obviously comes from a small school um, and Seattle team that doesn't doesn't really mind stuff like that uh, they'll take the player no matter what um, Nasir Adley is a good pick for, uh, for safety and obviously they need to replace uh 
a certain Earl Thomas who, who's left and now resides in Baltimore. I genuinely thought for a second there you said Colin Farrell. And I was like, what, the movie star? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, they certainly won't be taking him at 21. But yeah, certainly uh, the edge edge becomes a, a need there now for the Seahawks. Uh, pick 22. Uh, Rob, you've got the Baltimore Ravens. I have got the Baltimore Ravens. Um, this this team for me, that they're, they're slowly building their offense. Uh, we know that's their, their weak link at the moment. The, the defense actually is, is pretty strong still. Um, I think they finished fourth last year in rushing yards against and fourth, uh, sorry, best. This is fourth best against rushing yards and fourth best against passing yards. So I don't think there's a hell of a lot of need on, on defense for Baltimore, but it's the offense which needs improving. Obviously, we know um, we've, they've got the Lamar Jackson now as the sole uh, number one quarterback and and Mark Ingram that just brought in running back. So I think they might well go with with offensive line help. Um, and again, it's going to be kind of the best player available at the position. Uh, Garrett Bradbury might well be still be there. Cody Ford might slip down to them as well. So any one of those guys, I think, could be uh, something to shore up that offensive line uh, in order to protect Lamar Jackson. Mm. Yeah, Baltimore, I think, is where, gonna, where the uh, wide receivers go to die, isn't it? And be, I wonder if they would be uh, tempted mm-hmm. to take another tight end. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that, obviously, wide receiver is a glaring need. Um, I, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, I think this wide receiver pool is quite deep. I think there's going to be a lot of wide receivers going in day two. Um, and I think this is where we're going to see Baltimore uh, start to make moves the, uh, on the wide, wide receiver position. Yeah, sorry, that was my computer there. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen um, uh, Marquise Brown and, well, DK Metcalf's a common one that I've seen there, which just doesn't make sense to me. But um, no. but there we are. Uh, we shall move on quickly to number 23, Houston Texans, Kieran. Surely this is O-line. Yeah, I've got him taking Garrett Bradbury. I mean, he might not fall this far, but he's he's the obvious choice for the Texans, really. The Deshaun Watson is great, and he's fast, and he's explosive, but... That's not what you need a quarterback to do. You need a quarterback to sit in the pocket and throw passes. When he's got as many weapons as he does, especially with, like, not that many um, quarterbacks in the league are blessed with some of the wide receivers that he can throw to, especially DeAndre Hopkins, who, in my opinion, is the best receiver in the NFL, hands down. And that's coming from somebody who has to bully my friend who's a Texans fan all the time. And I just, that's the only thing I can't approach. So Deshaun Watson, just get him a bit more, because he can throw. Yeah, obviously he's, he's got crazy legs on him, but you don't want him to get injured again. Make sure he's got somebody like Garrett Bradbury who's going to be able to take up those nose tackles, those point tackles, and allow Deshaun Watson to show his true potential as a, as a pocket passer. Hmm. Yeah, no, don't mind that. Don't mind that whatsoever. Obviously, uh, Sean Watson taking a lot of hits there in the backfield last year. 24, Rob, for, uh, Oakland Raiders, uh, one, one of their, the second of their three picks in the first round. Yeah, so it's obviously going to be dependent on what they do with their first pick um, early on. Um, if, if Edge Rush is still there, uh, I, I can't, can't, I've lost who, who we've sort of decided we're going to go with down how far we've got for the Edge rushes but um you know players like Jalen ferguson might come into play if all the others have, have gone uh, before um running backs in need i don't think they 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 hurt, they go this early for um josh jacobs um so yeah it's going to be a best player available situation in it for, for the open raiders here um does anyone see him reaching for a, a quarterback if the first if the uh, haskins and 
and uh, Murray are off the board. Are they going to go for a quarterback here? Anyone think that? Drew Locke, maybe? I was about to say Drew Locke. I think they should stick with Derek Carr just because he's only two years removed from a MVP-level season. But mm. if Drew Locke's on the board, he is the best passer in that in that in this draft class, for yeah. sure. But he is boom or bust because of how much... You see him make terrible mistakes when he has any pressure. So he is boom or bust. But if he's left, I would gamble one of those first-round picks on Drew Locke. Mm. Yeah. So... Yeah. So we're putting Drew Locke, who is awful under pressure, as you say, in a division with Melvin Ingram, Joy Bosa, Frank Clark, and all these pass rushers, Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, and expecting success. Like I said, it's boom or bust. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking okay. about talking about and, his legs. <laughs> and that, that, that goes with the MO of John, of John Gruden as well. So, you know, we can see it happening. <clears throat> Yeah, okay. Moving on to 25. It was quite a t- difficult one here. Uh, Philadelphia, notorious for going best player available. Uh, I think they might go uh, either side of the either side of the lines again just because of the depth there. Jason Peters, Jason Peters at tackle is not getting any younger at 37. Um, so I looked at maybe someone like Dalton Risner, Greg Little, Caleb McGarry as uh, good fits here for, for, for the O-line. Um, again, they obviously they traded away their first round pick last season, so and that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me either. Uh, I think with the signing of Jordan Howard, I don't think they'll go for Josh Jacobs, uh, despite him being mocked there quite often. And I don't think they'll go wide receiver either. Um, do you see how I rhymed that? That's um, tight, <laughs> tight lyrics. Um, in a corner, obviously they decimated a corner last year as well, so potentially corner is an, is another one as well. Uh, likelihood is they'll they'll take the pick here. I think they go offensive line. Um, to obviously they, they they love the depth and they love depth on the defensive line on the rotation as well so uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see them go round about there but yeah Philadelphia sometimes can be hard they usually have something up their sleeve don't they um, so we'll move swiftly on to pick 26 Kieran we'll come to you first and then Rob obviously being a being a cult we'll, we'll, we'll get your opinion as well okay so Rob will know this but last year the Colts played on defense, 87% of their plays was zone coverage. So I've got them taken, depending on who's left, either Rocky Sin or Greedy Williams at cornerback. Rocky Sin's probably a bit of a better choice because he, he's got a higher motor. He can play longer. He's just more physically fit than Greedy Williams. But Greedy Williams is a plug-in into that defense as well. I just took Rocky Sin over what I've seen. Uh, when he's played, he's, like I said, he's got the better motor. He, he can play for longer. He's he's someone you're going to want in the long run. But literally, I've picked that just because they've gone 87% of their plays have been zone coverage, and I don't see them deviating much this year. They've got a fantastic offense, and they don't really need many pieces. When you've got like Hilton and you've got um, Quinton Nelson, who's probably the best offensive um, lineman in the NFL right now, and you've got... Damn right he is. <laughs> he's a big boy and then you've got um, Andrew Luck or the Geico Caveman I can't quite tell him apart <laughs> who is re- realistically an amazing quarterback don't be fooled by the fact that Adam Phelan beat him at the uh, quarterback passing challenge at this year's Pro Bowl but yeah like, I, I think that's the obvious choice for them to take given given the way they play zone coverage and last year they played zone coverage very very effectively they went on I think it's an eight or nine game winning streak towards the end of the season. I just, I just think uh, a, a player like Rocky Arsene or Greedy Williams will just give them that extra bit of help to. They're not going to beat the Patriots in the playoffs. That's a fact, but it will help them maybe get to the championship <laughs> game when they didn't last year. God, shots fired, shots. Well, fired. we all know the only reason the only reason that we don't beat the Patriots is because they deflate balls. So <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll move swiftly on that. So we won't. We won't uh, unearth that coffin. Um, <laughs> moving on back to twenty-seven, Robert. Another pick for the Raiders. Yeah, let me just wrap up the Colts real quick. Um, I, I agree. Cornerback is definitely one of the one of the. Uh, the positions that we we do need to strengthen up on. Um, it, two of my good friends who are both Indianapolis fans. One of them loves Rocky Austin, so he'll he'll agree, he'll agree with you completely with that take. Um, and the other one uh, loves Greedy Williams, so um, they'd be happy with that. Me personally, I, I wonder for Indy. I think it's defensive line. I think it all depends on whether Christian Wilkins and Dexter Lawrence are still on the board. If they are on the board, I think that we're going to go for the one of those two guys. But if not, then yeah, I can certainly see us going for the best available cornerback. Uh, um, Oakland second pick. Yes. Uh, now, I, I wonder if they address the tight end here uh, with Noah Fant if he's still available. Yeah. Um, obviously, we know from talking about him from fantasy relevance uh, that Noah Fant is, is a good pass catching tight end. Uh, someone that's going to you know go in there and give Derek Carr another option uh, that could possibly be a good pick for them here. Um, that, that's my opinion. Mm. Yeah, don't mind it as well. Yeah, I don't mind that. Again, they, they, there's loads of holes there on the Raiders. That's why they've got three first-round picks. So, um, again, a plethora of picks where they could they could, um, they could could hit. They can actually have a really nice uh, draft tour in the first round here uh, with the picks that they have and the talent available. Um, talking of talent, Los Angeles Chargers, Lee, 28. <laughs> Lovely segue. Love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we're in a good position. We can kind of just let the draft come to us. And we'd have to do a typical Tom Slesko move where we send someone a third round pick for to move up three or four spots. We've got a few few needs, few areas that we can improve, uh, but we can kind of just let it come to us, like I say, and, and take a take a best player available at those spots. So what are those what are those positions? So obviously we know offensive line. Uh, we could do a right tackle. Sam Tevy's a developmental guy who's not development de- developing as much as we thought. Uh, I, for one, like a lot of Chargers fans, I'm sick of Dan Feeney and uh, him just completely getting beat the whole time and putting Rivers under pressure. So, you know, that'd be a guard. We could go for a guard type of combo. The Dalton Risner uh, would be one that springs to mind. Uh, maybe someone you'd like Cody Ford if he does slip a little bit, but I don't think he will. Mm. So, yeah, we could be looking at that area. Over on defence, uh, people have been talking about us taking a DT. I think it really really matters if uh, Christian Wilkins is still there. I don't think he is, but that would be a lovely uh, little way to slot in. Uh, hope to God that we don't take Dexter Lawrence. Um, I don't really value nose tackle uh, in the first round. Uh, we just re signed Brandon Meebane as well, so I really hope that that doesn't come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is uh, safety as well. Obviously, we know that the Chargers love to play these defensive backs um, and put a million of them on the field at the same time. So I think if we get a safety, especially a deep one, we could free up Derwin James to to do his thing underneath and just be a menace to the quarterback. I think that would be another good way to go. So I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I want a particular player, um, which is uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson from Florida. I think that would free up and give us two interchangeable pieces with Derwin James on the back end. Um, both can play deep, both can play box, both can cover. But I'm not sure that'll happen. Um, he's not been brought in for any visits or anything like that. I think the Chargers are going to be really sensible. And I think they're going to go for an offensive lineman, which it's not. It's not a flashy pick, as we've said, but it's probably sensible because, like we say, I mean, I'm 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 sick to death seeing Dan Feeney uh, on his ass getting beat and uh, Rivers running away from people through treacle like he does. No, absolutely agree with, with all of that. Uh, 29th pick is obviously now the Seahawks, uh, considering we we did them a couple of picks ago, and obviously. Uh, my, I'm going to be honest. My computer battery is running out of juice, so we're just going to move. <laughs> to, 
We're going to move swiftly on to pick 30. Uh, Green Bay Packers, again, uh, they picked a bit earlier on. And again, they, they can, again, they'll, they'll, I think they'll address a foot offense, whether it be a lineman or if Noah Fant is here as well. They potentially could go Noah Fant here. So, um, again, all the all the linemen that I said a couple of picks ago for uh, the Eagles, uh, Dawn Risner, Greg Little, Kelly McGarry, uh, and all the rest of them as well. So if they're there, they, again, that uh, that is a pick there for the Packers. Uh, but get, yeah, they they could potentially trade back as well uh, out, the, out of the first round for for and maybe if you know some quarterbacks drop and someone you know someone like a Bengals want to come up here, you know it's going to cost less to to go from the 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 top of the second round into the back of the first. So uh, wouldn't be surprised to see the the Packers go there. Kieran, pick thirty one, uh, L A Rams. I've gotten taking Julian Love as because they've got. They got needs with their cap space. Their cap space isn't great. Talib, uh, you're going to want to pay him. And Peters really wasn't great last year. But if you've got someone like Julian Love, I'd liken him to someone like Casey Hayward. He's brilliant in the slot. Maybe for the first year, just have him in that slot, in and out on maybe, you know, 10, 12 plays a game. Just get him used to it. But after after that, I think if you let him develop for a year, he's going to be a fantastic talent. And like I said, with the cap space needs, Talib and Peters is they, they definitely need defensive back help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would say they could uh, they they got rid of Sue as well, so a replacement for him potentially uh, is another is another way they can go. Lee, you have the Patriots at thirty two. Lee, obviously, last year the, uh, the the Baltimore Ravens. Traded up to go to 32 to get Lamar Jackson. Do the uh, New England Patriots, who are notorious for for trading back, do they uh, trade out of the first round and give all those fans that have stayed up till three in the morning to see the New England Patriots pick in the first round? Do they trade back out? Yeah, I think there's a good chance. Like you say, they've got history. It's a prime spot for someone to come up, especially for a quarterback, to come and try and get that fifth year option. Um, and yeah, it could be you know you just mentioned a moment ago when you're at the Bengals or someone like that. You know, maybe maybe take you the swing. Maybe the Broncos if they didn't do it at ten. Yeah. And, and doing the same you know if they if they make the pit they've got a few directions they can go uh, offensive line they could do with maybe another another player there wide receiver their wide receiver room never looks great but it doesn't look great and Jamarius Thomas um, doesn't doesn't sort of force them away from that mm. uh, or they could go you know defensive line again you know if you're looking at Dex Lawrence like that, a nice space eater for them to to be solid against the run again uh, would be a decent pick Mm. Kieran, obviously you are a Patriots fan, avid Patriots fan. What, what do you think for the Patriots at thirty-two? Uh, we've got twelve picks this year, mm. so I, I, I say we trade up. Uh, I say we trade up for either Hawkinson because the guy's an absolute freak. He's got that three-down ability. He's got hands, speed. He's incredibly intelligent, and if you've seen him block, he bullies offense. Uh, he bullies defensive tackles. I think it was. Um, I remember if it was like Boston College or something. He literally dragged a guy back twenty yards. It was ridiculous. So if we if we don't trade up for Hawkinson and he's still available inside the first twenty picks, I say we trade up and get either Drew Locke or Dwayne Haskins if we can get one of the two. I think Dwayne Haskins fits our offense better. Like I said, I liken him to Tom Brady. He hits you with those ticky tacky yards. Um, yeah, I think maybe a receiver, but I think we'll, we'll probably leave that for the second round unless Belichick really wants to go in and grab someone like AJ Brown or, or DK Metcalf. I mean, DK Metcalf's the perfect player for Belichick because he has to be used in a specific way. And as we've seen with, with Belichick, he uses players best 
in a specific way. We converted a wide receiver to running back and he put up incredible numbers. And then we've had guys like Chris Hogan, who aren't classically that good as a receiver, making amazing catches and amazing plays because they've been drawn up perfectly. Mm. I think Demarius Thomas is going to fit in there well. All signs point, uh, point towards Josh Gordon being back uh, at some point and being able to do something. He's at OTAs, he's at mini camps, he is there. Although I think this is probably going to be Brady's last year. Um, so we, we've got to start looking at quarterbacks. I'd rather someone sit for a year. I think Danny Etlin is going to get a chance. I know he's on the practice squad at the moment, but it's not often you have a practice squad quarterback going to Super Bowl celebrations at Fenway or being on the sideline every game or having a headset on week in, week out, whether you're home or away. So we have got a lot of needs. But then again, it goes back to what Brady and Edelman said when they won the Super Bowl this year. You're too old. You're too slow. You're not big enough. Doesn't matter. Whoever we get, we're going to do things with because we have Belichick. The guy's a genius. And for all intents and purposes... Brady might be a system quarterback. He's just been in the perfect system. Mm. So we have got a lot of needs. I just I've just got faith in whoever Belichick takes is gonna is gonna slide into the offense or defense and, and make you know make uh, an impact. It just there's there's so many players I think we should take, but uh, you know we never draft that well. Classically, we've never been a team for making those big first round picks or whatever obviously Sony Michelle paid off Isaiah win not as much so it will be interesting to see what we do for sure yeah without turning this podcast uh, swiftly into a New York uh, New York Patriots parade um yeah they they you know they are they are a team that could do anything because uh, there are there are holes and then there aren't holes I suppose like you say they uh, they cover their cracks well um I, I think they may they may go for uh, the Trent a Trent Brown Trent Brown replacements uh, but it remains to be seen say there yeah, a lot of picks uh, in this year's draft uh, they can do a lot of things with it I, I've actually seen a few people uh, mock them trading up to go to to go and get to Hawkinson as well so uh, not far from the uh, the realms of possibility there but unfortunately, fellas, we are at the end of our 32 picks. What a journey it was. It's uh, dead batteries and this, that and the other all over. But we, we've managed to get there at quarter past nine on a Tuesday night. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I hope you guys you guys did as well. Kieran, uh, I want to extend my thank you for, for you to coming on. Are we, are we all staying up for the draft on Friday? Well, uh, it's, it starts Thursday here. I've got the uh, I've got the luck of being in America. Yeah, uh, So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be watching... All through the weekend as well. Very good. What about the boys this side of the pond, Lee? Watching the draft? Come on, that's a silly question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's your Christmas. Yeah, Christmas morning, isn't it for you? Yeah, I forgot all about that. I'll uh, I'll make sure. Have you, are you going to leave your uh, your cookies and milk out for Santa? <laughs> yeah, for for a bunch of Goodell when he comes round. Yeah, absolutely. Oh dear. Uh, Rob, 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 what about you? Yeah, I've got I've got the week off work, so uh, it's actually it was unintentional, but it's fallen on draft week, which is fantastic. So I will be I'll be well and truly up uh, through the late hours of Thursday night, Friday morning, and uh, very intrigued to see how this is going to pan out. It's very exciting. Mm, it is indeed, it is indeed. Lots of storylines to say. Once uh, pick one goes in, everyone's uh, going to probably quick quickly fill out their their mock drafts again, two to thirty two, aren't they? But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. no no Dallas Cow- no Dallas Cowboys pick in the first round at this year so I won't be staying up um, oh, don't let my wife hear that she'll kill you <laughs> 
That's fine. Um, yeah, so yeah, they picked they pick for me. I did stay up and watch it last year. Really enjoyed it. It's it the first one I stayed up to watch, but uh, won't be won't be doing so. If it started at like eleven, I'd probably stay up for a little while. But uh, yeah, I hope you you guys enjoy. It. I hope you do. All the listeners out there enjoy it too. If it's your first draft or if it's your fiftieth, they're, they're very good occasions and say very good uh, for TV. It will be a bit strange not having uh, Mike Mayock though. Um, you know, talking about mm. the picks, so that'd be that would be a bit weird. But hopefully, it'll be a bit more like Tony Romo rather than Jason win there uh, on, on the commentary oh I hope so <laughs> um, that's it that's it for picks but now it's more it's, it's time to talk picks in our betting on second down second down second down here on the full 10 yards and we haven't said this in a while but I'm glad to bring back to the repertoire it's time to win some quiche and we couldn't do this without, of course, our betting at Tipster resident and extraordinaire, Adam Wolford. Welcome back in. How have you been? I've been brilliant, thank you, mate. Yeah, I've been uh, working hard over the last few days on my draft bets. Quite a lot out there on um, mainly Skybet as normal. Um, some value, some awful value, but yeah, I've been picking out a few. Yeah, uh, as recording this, this is uh, quarter past eight on Wednesday. So if the prices have gone, uh, the markets have come down because it's been quite volatile actually this week, trying to get some... Uh, I, I did all mine on Monday and all the prices have changed, so I uh, played a bit of Havoc there with our £100 challenge. But we also welcome in Rob, who's decided to, to extend his stay uh, and uh, try to win, us, win some more, even more cash. So, you know, three people's opinions, maybe one of us will hit, who knows. Rob, uh, what, what, what's your... Are you, are you a degenerate like the boat, 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 me and Adam? Yeah, I've just been looking through my last bet and um, did, did Red Rum, did he win the National this year? <laughs> uh, I had a bet on him, so... Yeah. Uh, no, I, I love uh, I love a bet on a Sunday. Always put twenty quid every Sunday on that on the NFL. So um, win absolutely nothing, but you know. Yeah, so like I say, markets have been trickling up and down and been suspended and all the rest of it over the week. So like I say, apologies if any of the markets out there are no longer available or some prices may be a bit different. But let's say we tried to try to keep it as as, mo- as fresh as possible. So I read it all mine today. But I suppose, gents, we'll, we'll start off with a, the couple of the, the markets that are going to be you know interesting from uh, a sense of you know opinions and, you know, what, what everyone likes obviously Kyler Murray is the is the talk of the town for the NFL draft so um, we, we've, we've, in terms of first pick lads do you, you both think that, that Kyler Murray is going to go first overall and not really worth uh, thinking about betting on, on first overall pick um, yeah yeah I, um, I still think it'll happen I just put up a rambling post about it giving my thoughts on it I think ideally I think the Cardinals want to trade down but I don't think anyone's going to give them the value they want which leaves them with a pretty rough choice. Um, I think it probably will be Murray. And if a team trades up, you've got to think it will definitely be Murray. Um, So, yeah, I I think it probably will be. However, there is value on the other two, well, main two guys, if you think it could be one of the others. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, certainly for someone who, for me, that's been uh, you know, saying for all, all day long that uh, Kyler Murray won't go first overall, it's, it's value city for me, isn't it? So I'm um, just picking up the, what was it, where's first pick here? NFL draft is bad. I haven't got that one in front of me. I've got Kyler Murray. So team to, team to draft Kyler Murray, first of all, uh, Arizona Cardinals 1 to 11 to 50. Um, which is not is not great, but Oakland Raiders five to one, New York Giants eleven to one, Washington Redskins fourteen, Cincinnati, uh, Miami twenty eight and thirty three is bigger the rest there. Uh, I thought Oakland was uh, is is a pretty decent one. I don't think I buy into any Giants talk. I think I, I believe they've got him when he says he's going to draft Lyman. 
uh, either side of the ball in pick six and 17. So that only kind of leaves Arizona and Oakland. And I think as a, as a two... Two horse race, five to one for Oakland Raiders uh, isn't isn't the worst one in, in the world. Uh, any thoughts on uh, a team to pick to pick Murray? He's, he's, he's one to five, or you know, two to seven is is the best price for to go first pick overall. But team wise, uh, I know I know you say Arizona, but so would you go Oakland if the, if it wasn't Arizona? Not for me. I think I think that I think he's going to go first to Arizona, but I think. The value becomes, and we'll talk about this later. The, the value comes in when, you, when you're picking him with a, with a top five or a top four selection. Um, single bet, no no chance. Um, and I, I wouldn't want to bet against him either. Going, I wouldn't want to bet full stop where he's going to go. To be honest, um, the only way I'm happy to put him in a bet is is in a, a top five or top four prediction. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, the other the other um, market that kind of has caught my eye for over the over the week or last two weeks uh, is five, first wide receiver drafted uh, off the board. Now DK Metcalf was uh, was a very warm favourite, wasn't he? Over the uh, over the last month or so, you know, two to five, even four or eleven in some places. Uh, now you can get odds against eleven to ten with Skybet. So just shows you um, that I'm going to be right about that as well. Um, funnily enough, odds checker seems to have uh, Equinemius St. Brown still in the betting, but that's obviously just a, a data error there. But um, yeah, Brilliant. that should obviously be uh, either AJ Brown or Marquise Brown. So odds checker filtering not doing there, not doing its job there. But any any thoughts for first wide receiver drafted, Rob? Uh, I I think it'll be DK. Uh, I, as you know from our previous podcast, I'm not a massive Marquise Brown fan, uh, so I, I think it'll be DK Metcalf. And again. Um, I have got Metcalf down as a bet, but it's um, a, a positional bet. I think he's going to, uh, well, I'll stick it in now. It, it's uh, DK Metcalf to be drafted 19th or later mm. is 8 to 11. So that's um, that's one, one mm. that I'm going to be I'm going to be putting in my, my mythical 100. Yeah, I, uh, I can second that. I've also got that one. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it was, oh, it is. Yeah, sorry, it is that rubbish the odds now yeah i've gone with the 19th and later as well for dk metcalf yeah absolutely um sorry go on no, i was gonna say i i i'm gonna do a request a bet where he doesn't get drafted in the first round so uh see what ah. price see what price we get for that might be might be decent who knows but yeah um i've been obviously following everything on twitter and there seems to be a lot of talk on marquise brown uh being the first wide receiver i do get the concerns because he weighs less than me um <laughs> uh but I did hear Evan Silver say he could be um, a, trans- a transcendent player, oh, yeah. um, so that kind of gave me hope. And I did manage to get seven to one on him a couple of weeks back mm. uh, for for that bet when the DK um, hype train was in full yeah. full throw yeah. full flow. But um, yeah, that's now down to I think three to one. Yeah. The best you're going to get on Marquis Brown. Yep, three to one with corals. Um, the amount of times I've heard that poxy word this week, transcendent, I've had enough of it. <laughs> um, but but anyway, um, yeah. So just just to give you, so this is on on Skybet because um, yeah, Ozchek is not the greatest because they've got Economia St. Brown in there and I can't really trust it all. But uh, Skybet have got DK Metcalf eleven to ten, Marquis Brown six to four, AJ Brown eight to one, Hakeem Butler eight to one, Nikhil Harry tens, Paris Campbell fourteens. Although he featured is a bit later on for me. Uh, Riley Ridley, 25s. Debo Samuel, 28s. Kevin Harmon, 33s. Uh, big up, bar the rest. Um, with that being said then, lads, to say the £100 Mythical Challenge was very uh, was good, was good at a fun exercise last year, so we'll bring it back again this year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, who's gone who's gone where. So I think we should, what we should do, lads, is, is, is start off with uh, our biggest bet. And uh, Rob, uh, Adam, do you want to go first? 
Yeah, the biggest bet I've got is 30 quid on Quinn and Williams uh, to be um, drafted in the top three. Uh, it's evens on Unibet. And there's been a heck of a lot of hype building on him recently. And the two NFL.com um, mock drafts are up there now because they deleted all the ones before the uh, Chiefs um, traded um, for Clark. Yeah, uh, They both have Williams at three. So I'm uh, more than happy to take evens hmm. on him there. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because uh, yeah, if Kyler Murray goes first overall, uh, I, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a strange one because I've seen a lot of mocks going Josh Allen, but yeah, I, I, Quillian Williams by far one of the best players in this draft, so um, I'd be surprised if he was outside the top three. But I can see it; I've seen mocks that that do that. Uh, Rob, what's your your biggest bet? Uh, I've got two £30 bets, um, but uh, the biggest one for me, in my opinion, is uh, £30 on over 16.5 defensive players drafted in the first round. That's 8 to 13. Uh, the research I did do, as as Adam's alluded to, there isn't many mock drafts available now because I've all sort of taken them down because of that trade. But the ones that I did find, Charles Davis, Ryan Wilson, uh, Chris Trapasso, Matt Miller and Pete Prisco, all of them, all of those have more defense defense going than offense um, in in the first round. So that's my my big thirty pound bet. Uh, the other thirty pound bet I've got is um, under two and a half wide receivers to be drafted in the first round. Ooh. That's five to six. Interesting. Five to six. Great odds, by the way, for that. Mm. Yeah, I mean that was quite high uh, last week or two weeks ago. It was uh, it was three and a half, I think the line was. So yeah, it just shows that the it's called off a little bit on the on the on the uh, on the wide receivers. Uh, my best bets a fifty five pounder. Um, I've gone. It was fifty, but uh, T J Hawkinson first tight end was two to five. Is now four to eleven. So I've had to adjust my uh, my, my bits slightly. Uh, not again, not winning a great deal, and it's four to eleven. So the odds are shocking, but. Um, if there was ever a mortgage bet in this NFL draft, it's TJ Hawkinson, first tight end uh, off the board. That's with Coral as well. Um, so I can already count the £20 uh, the £20 for that coming back my way. Yep, can't argue with that. <laughs> um, a couple of others. So all the rest of all fivers and, and, and tenors, really. Because um, we talked about the first wide receiver off the board, I've gone for two here. Marquise Brown is saying he's currently 3-1, to one, got bigger earlier in the week. But for the sake of this, we'll, we'll be fair and say it's currently 3-1. to one, So I've gone for a tenor on that. And I've gone for a bit of an outsider, Paris Campbell's 50, 50 to 1 with Paddy Power. Um, if, they, if people like DK Metcalf, I don't see why they don't like Paris Campbell as well. And I think with the uh, DK Metcalf stuff uh, dying down and, and, and fizzling out, um, like Johnny Manziel's career, I, th- I think um, pa- Paris Campbell's got, got speed as well, and I think he might have a few seats. So I thought 50 to 1 is, is a good little poke uh, there for, for £5. Um, is there any, any wide receiver or positional stuff that people want to get off their chest, Adam? Start with you. Um, just a note on Rob's one. You can get 11 to 10 on Unibet for under two and a half wide receivers. Um, so slightly slightly better there if mm. anyone wanted it. Mm. Um, no, wide receiver stuff, like I say, I've got, I've got 20 quid on DK um, at Kafka in 19th or later. Just to add to that, Adam, I've just seen on Skybet uh, DK Metcalf uh, to be drafted 21st or later, so two picks later is 11 to 10. Who's... Uh, hmm. Yeah, so you're obviously sacrificing two more picks, but you're getting a much better price. I shall confirm that with Tim when, um, <laughs> when I put my picks in properly when he checks yeah. it on the yeah, website. Send, yeah, you can send send these over chaps after the after the podcast, and we'll stick these up on the website as well. So, uh, fourteen yards just, forward slash punning. Just trying to think who's um, who's in those two positions, but yeah, we'll um, we'll give it a go. Baltimore twenty two, I think, I think. 
off the top of my head. Uh, anyway, I'll, that uh, makes sense because obviously, yeah, you'd you'd imagine I'll be in for wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. That's where Marquise Brown's going, boys. That's where Marquise Brown's going. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. Is I'll, I'll, I'll rattle through all my bets and then we, we'll, we'll just go around the table. So, um, yeah, again, we, we went through um, another market, first pick uh, on the board. Nick Bosa, 92, bet 365 for a fiver. And Quinnen Williams, 16 to 1 with red zone for a fiver as well. Uh, as Again, I just don't think Kyler Murray goes first overall, so I'm getting good value. Uh, and I'm getting good prices there as well. And then just to, to add the, the cherry on top, Kyler Murray, over 1.5 draft position, uh, 9-2, bet 365. I've gone for a tenner on that as well. And then to find the, my shot for the moon, my uh, my Bahamas uh, my Bahamas go, my three o'clock dream, as it, as it were, on a football coupon. Uh, I've gone Quinn, Quinn and Williams, number one, Kyler Murray, number two, Nick Bosa, number three, 80-1 for a fiver on Skybet. Um, so I'm going to start uh, rubbing my hands together and counting all of that money in. <laughs> um, <laughs> certainly won't work out like that. I know that, but um, <laughs> no, never, not quite. Never mind. Adam, do you want to do you want to run through your plethora of picks? Yes, uh, not too many. I've, obviously, I've mentioned Quinnen Williams. I mentioned DK Metcalf. I've got uh, a couple of running back bets. Jacobs to be drafted by the Raiders. You can get six to four on Ladbrokes at the moment as a price boost. So I'm not sure how long that's going to last. I got twenty quid on that one. Uh, the second running back drafted. I got Miles Sanders. Uh, 20 quid on that one now 13 to 5 oh I like that I like that yeah yeah there seems to have been a little bit of increased hype and between him and Montgomery by the look of it um, but I know Sanders had a good season after um, Saquon left last year hmm. uh, Notre Dame um, so that leaves me with 90 so I've got 5 quid on the Falcons drafting Ed Oliver uh, it's 12 to 1 on Unibet obviously would require them to um, trade up but they are known and if they are thinking that they're in a Super Bowl window still they may well get him to add to their defence from everything I've seen he is a perfect fit for them mm-hmm. and then my last one is five quid on Denver to draft Devin Bush and the Bengals to draft Andre Dillard 14 to 1 on Ladbrokes for mm-hmm. both of them to happen like it yeah like that like that a lot and I say we'll, we'll post all these up so you know exactly what where, where they are what what's and what the prices are and all that kind of stuff as well uh rob take us through uh take us through your 100 pound mythical challenge all right okay um dk metcalf i'm gonna take that skybet 21st plus at 11 to 10 that's 10 pounds on uh i've also got 10 pounds on uh Coral are offering Devin Bush to be the first linebacker at four to one. Um, you know, a lot of people are sort of split between Devin White and Devin Bush, and I just thought it's a bit of an outside shot. Four to one, it's good value for ten pounds there. Um, and I'm just where where does the Oakland Raiders draft later in the draft? Is it twenty fifth? Twenty four and twenty seven. See, I've got uh, Josh Jacobs twenty sixth or. Um, 26 plus uh, to at one to two. So I think the Raiders take him with their 27th pick. Um, 10 pounds on at one to two. And then um, my little sort of not really novelty bets because they're not they're not massive prices, but two five pounds here on on a top four to be Murray at number one, uh, Bosa number two, Quenham Williams number three, Josh Allen number four. That's eight to one. So mm-hmm. five on that. And then a fiver on a top five, which is Murray number one, Bosa number two. 
Quinn Williams number three, Ed Oliver number four, and Devin White number five, 18 to one, five pounds on. So that's my 100 mythical pounds. Um, but just to mention the two bets that I'm, I really would have liked to have put in if I had a, if I had 110 pounds to bet with, <laughs> uh, it would be uh, Ed Oliver to the Bills and TJ Hawkinson to the Jags is 20 to one. Um, and my favorite bet, my nap of the day, so we haven't come on to naps yet, I know, but I'm going to put it in here now straight away. Quinn and Williams to be draft before Ed Oliver is one to two that is on Skybet there you go yeah that's uh, that, that, that's another that's another mortgage one isn't it um yeah no I, I, my my nap's gonna be Marquis Brown first wide receiver three at one at Coral um again I'd say DK Metcalf is uh, is, a, is a false favorite in my in my view and uh, Marquis Brown's just been trending uh, shorter and shorter over uh, as the weeks have gone on so I think I'm, I'm pretty happy there with Marquis Brown uh there, you know there's plenty of wide receivers who could go first I, I suppose so there is a bit of a risk there but yeah pretty happy with Marquis Brown Adam bestow upon the listeners your fa- your favor your nap yeah um I uh, Quinn and Williams uh, in the top three evens on Unibet is uh, my nap. Yeah. Cracking bet. Yeah, like it. Um, yeah, as I say, yeah, unfortunately, as, as the you know, 24 hours pass and story breaks and, you know, there's a story going around at the moment that the Washington Redskins are going to, air quote, um, going to take over the draft but uh, and, and you know, draft up and get inside the top five. Not quite sure what I make of that personally, but one one bet I did like actually that, that caught my eye, Greg Little to be drafted in the first round, uh, 14 to five. Uh, Adam, you obviously, oh, that was Labrooks, wasn't it, I think? But um, you'll, see, you'll see a lot, you'll see a hell of a lot of these uh, specials of players to be drafted by a certain team or draft position over as an unders. So, um, send send you know all you listeners out there if you fancy a few bets send it send us uh, over you, what you think and maybe you want to do your own hundred pound mythical challenge. Um, get in touch with us on the, the Twitter at four ten yards. Uh, you can get in touch with Adam at Touchdown Tips as ever. You've just uh, released a couple of uh, a couple of articles, didn't you, Adam? Yeah, I did um, my main draft post yesterday with I think four bets on it, and I've done a more rambling one today just trying to get some of my thoughts down. I mean. It's more than likely going to be utterly wrong because that's the way it all happens. But yeah. it was just my opinions on what I think at the moment is going to happen. Yeah. Um, like you said, just it's worth keeping an eye on Twitter tomorrow and during the day as much as you can because things happen, things leak. Yeah. Um, last year, no one thought that Mayfield was going to the Browns until the day of the draft and yep. you could get some pretty good odds on if you were quick enough yeah absolutely. so it's uh, well worth keeping an eye out tomorrow yeah and if you're if you're a shrewdy out there as well if you if you do some requester bets there's a good chance that some of the book, the bookies might make a mistake as well so um always always good to, to punish the bookie um is there any, any other markets out there that people actually really, really like i really like the the sky bet stuff where you can pick who goes first second third and fourth and fifth and the top five and top ten stuff um, that, that really uh, really appeals to me, so I'll be cracking on with, with some of those. I know I got really involved last year with uh, Donald at number one and Saquon Barkley at number two, but there we go, that didn't happen. Um, so oh, maybe no. I'll try and redeem myself th- th- uh, this year. But uh, Rob, anything you like particular? Yeah, I'm going to give you uh, my long shot of the day, actually. That's Miles Boykin to be drafted by Indianapolis Colts. I haven't got a price. I, I'm going to request it, but I imagine that'll be um, a fairly good price. So, uh, so yeah, I, I can see it written in the stars. Miles mm. Boykin from Notre Dame, uh, fellow Indiana native. So, yeah, Indy Colts going to go. Got to wait, him. probably wait all weekend for it, but uh, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Adam, anything, and, anything uh, you like? Oh, go on, sorry. Football is going to be loving that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard uh, I've heard good things about him, to be honest. So yeah, I would not be surprised. Mm. Um, any random stuff? Not not particularly, to be honest. Um, I got on it all a bit late. I was on holiday last week, so I got on everything a bit too late this year to get any real proper value. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, not 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 too much huge price stuff. Uh, Andre Dillard to the Bengals, you can get a six to one on Betway. Um, he's personally the tackle I think they're likely to get if they do go that way. But yeah, other than that, not um, not a huge amount of big odds to be honest. Tim, what's the price on Equinemius St. Brown to get drafted to the Green Bay Packers, please? <laughs> yeah, no. I'll tell you what, if you requested to bet that, re- request to bet that, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if someone gives you a price on it. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to see. That's going to be my challenge for the next day. But, yeah, what, if, what, what site is that with? Um, any, anyone, any, you can do Coral, Bet365, Labrook, Skybet, William L. You just have to do the right hashtag what, and Paddy Power and all the rest of it. But well, my, my, was, there, was there a site that you said that had Equinemius St. Brown on, though? Uh, if you go on Odds Checker, take a screenshot of that. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just yeah. hilarious. Um, I, I could go into the long story as to why he's up there and, what, and what's going on, but I, I'm not going to bore you to death. So. Um, yeah, the only request about I'm going to do is DK Metcalf not to be draft, drafted in the first round and see if, I can get, uh, see if I can get odds against on that. That'd be a bit of a, a worthy um, a worthy investment from, from my end. I would imagine you'll probably get 6-4, to 2-1-ish. Two to yeah, I'd be, yeah, hoping for something something uh, around that uh, should be... Should be yeah, I, I do like... Um, sorry, I do like uh, Joanne Taylor to be drafted by the Jags mm. in the first round. Yeah. That was 5-4. to four. Yeah, him... Joanne, yeah. Joanne Taylor first offensive lineman drafted, I think around 4-6 to six was another... Was another, uh, was, another yeah. was, a, was another mortgage job, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, every mock I've seen hasn't gone to the Jags, so I was, I was quite happy to take odds against for that one as well. Yeah. Okay, there we go. So, yeah, you you boys send over your, your bets to me and how much and where they are and all that kind of stuff. We'll put them up on the website very shortly. So by the time you listen to this, hopefully they'll be on uh, on the website. And so if you want to post your own, post them over to us and we'll we'll retweet them. Um, it's always good to, to have a little bet on the draft. Makes up make, makes it worth staying up till one o'clock in the morning. Uh, although I won't be, I'll be asleep uh, counting all that money in my dreams. But fellas, I want to thank you so much for for coming on and uh, giving us some some bets so we can all be degenerates once again because it's a, it's a long it's a long wait now till uh, September so I uh, need to have something in the meantime to have, have a little dabble on uh, and that's what we've done there so we'll post those all up on the website uh, Adam uh, thanks for joining it's been it's been a while since we've uh, we've talked some bets and uh, and and won some cash so it's uh, good to good to knock the rust off yeah I'll speak to you in like three months time. <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> no no I enjoyed it thank you mate yeah, obviously I did a little bit on the um, five yard. Rush mock draft and uh, enjoyed that. So yeah, kept kept the volume, uh, kept the voice uh, going at least. And yeah, been um, enjoying doing all this draft stuff over the last few days. Yeah, absolutely. And Rob, obviously, it was your first time. You've lost your hundred pound mythical challenge, Cherry. How do you feel? Do you feel like are oh, you uh, Stark? I'm gonna feel great when I win it. So yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm confident. Confidence yeah. is, is r- ringing through me. Well, if like... you saw my hundred quid challenge last year, you probably will win it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, there's there's three people here. There's three people. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was awful last year, so yeah, wouldn't be surprised. So there we go. Um, everyone missed the Game of Thrones reference, but there we go. We shall we shall we shall get out of here. So enjoy the draft, everyone. We'll speak to you uh, next week. Where we'll we'll recap the draft with uh, Rob and uh, Lee, and maybe an, another guest as well. But in the meantime, that's going to do it for the Full Ten Yards podcast. Don't forget to check out all our mock drafts, all our all of Lee's uh, top five draft prospect articles if you haven't done so already. And we've also tomorrow will be Arizona Cardinals will be the last article in the Where Do They Go From Here series. So that's been fun. And then after the draft, we'll be doing loads of articles on the each pick in the first round before we go 
Time to quickly mention the prize for my touchdown box was not claimed, so we've picked another winner. Lee picked number 97, and that is Dave Simpson, who can is on Twitter at Dave Simbo. You are the winner. You got you went for the 49ers box. Um, so get in touch with us. You, again, have it till the next podcast to claim, which will be uh, next Wednesday. Uh, again, if that isn't claimed, we'll pick another winner. So if you, if you don't want Dave Simbo to win, don't tell him. But if you do, please tell him. But Dave, you are the winner. Congratulations to you. But then, until then, we'll speak to you next week. Enjoy the draft. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, in the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards. Or email the show, full10yards at gmail.com.